Welcome to Fathers of the Faith for Covenant Kids, where we look back on the church fathers who raised the ramparts which defend our faith to present day. On this episode, we are going to begin a new series called Complementarian Kids. And joined with me is my beautiful wife, Erica. Hello, everyone. And then we're joined by our three saplings. The oldest is Lila. Hello, everybody. Middleest is Edward. Howdy doodle. And the littlest sapling is Nora. Hello, wee. <laughs> are you on a roller coaster or something? How are you guys doing today? Pretty good. Pretty today good. Today we went to church. It is the Lord's Day. How was church? Awesome. Awesome. We played outside after the service. The weather has been fantastic, hasn't it? All right, guys. Well, welcome back. You guys haven't been doing Fathers of the Faith for a while. Spent some time with Grandma in Wisconsin, right? Right. Yeah. And we're back now with a new series called Complementarian Kids. Mm -hmm. So what is Complementarian Kids going to be about, babe? Complementarian Kids is going to be about... Discovering the differences between boys and girls, men and women, and the reason why God created men and women to be different. The other thing we're going to look at with that is what a godly woman looks like, and what a godly man looks like, and how each helps to build Christ's kingdom. So do you guys know what the term complementarian means? No. Can you say complementarian? Complementarian. Say complementarian, Nora. Complementarian. 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 <laughs> I can't say it. Complementarian means that men and women complement each other. They do different things, and both of them are important. So when we say complementary, we don't mean compliment like your dress is really pretty or I really like your shoes. Like that's a compliment. If someone says, Oh, you look really nice today, and say, Thank you for the compliment, wouldn't we? Like another way that we use the word complimentary would be when we say peanut butter and jelly really complement each other. Does that mean the peanut butter goes to the jelly and says, you looking nice today, jelly? (laughs) No, that's not what we mean. We mean that peanut butter and jelly taste really good when we put them together in a sandwich. They go well together. So when God created Adam... Remember in Genesis, it says that there was no one found to be his mate. Remember that? Yeah. Mm -hmm. And God called that what? And God said, this is not good. And so then God made Eve. And so both of them working together complemented each other. Kind of like peanut butter and jelly. Only more importantly than peanut butter and jelly, men and women were made and created by God to complement each other So that they might reflect him. Because what made Adam and Eve different from all the other animals and all the other created things? I know. Because Adam and Eve were made in the image of God. Right. Exactly. So when God made Adam, he designed Adam to uniquely reflect a certain part of God's character. And when he made Eve, he made Eve different than Adam, but similar, so that she could also bear the image of God and reflect God in a very unique and special way. Now that there's more than one, that multiplicity of humans reflects the nature of God because God is multiple in his persons. Do you see? Yeah. Mm -hmm. 
So that's how they complement. Like mommy said, they men and women reflect different parts of God's character. And in that way, men and women reflect the image of God. Did you guys know that what Daddy and I are talking about, this doctrine of complementarianism, is actually one of the doctrines that the world hates the most? If you think about things that are going on in our culture, which means what's going on in the world, what's going on in our cities and in our country, what people who are not Christians are practicing um, is this complementarian practice. They hate it. They want to make everyone be the exact same. They say that boys can be a girl if they want, or a girl can be a boy if they want, or that there really isn't any difference between a boy and a girl at all, that we just made it all up. I think it's pretty obvious if you look at a boy and a girl, you can tell that God created them different. Like how dad has a mustache and mom has long hair. (laughs) Yep. That is a difference. But also, (laughs) even beyond just physical attributes, do you think that boys are typically more rough and tough and tumble? Yes. And like to be punched around and thrown off of things? More so? They're more aggressive? Yeah, like the one one time I fought dad in the living room. Mm-hmm. Right. Boys, you, lo- you loved that. Yes. Boys typically like that kind of stuff. What about you girls? Do you girls love to help me make our home nice and pretty? Yeah, we like making our Barbie's home pretty too. Yep, you guys love to help me set the table and make dinner. And you guys like to get all pretty for church in the mornings. What do you got, Nora? Well, I some sometimes I, for the Sabbath dinner, I set the table. Yeah, and you love doing that. Mm-hmm, and did. you did such a good job last night, and it looked perfect. So we say that the reason why boys and girls on the outside look differently and on the inside act differently and think differently is because God has given us different jobs to do. Except for Tom, Tom boys, those girls like boy stuff. Well, sometimes it's fun for girls to do. Like, you like to play with trucks sometimes or play outside. And sometimes Eddie will enjoy helping me put some cookies in the oven. We're not saying those are bad things, but we're saying typically mm-hmm. girls enjoy things in in the kitchen more. Or to maybe draw pictures and make things pretty and beautiful more so than boys do. Boys typically are more... Like, I like blue and I like pink. <laughs> one, one. Well, something that we need to remember is that as Christians, what is our foundation for everything we believe? The Bible. But those in our world who don't believe the Bible and don't have the Bible as their foundation for everything they believe, they look to themselves for what they believe. And that's why they just have different feelings and they go, well, I feel like I don't really want to be a boy so they just change their mind or start calling themselves a girl and this is what we see in our world a lot today but as christians we hold the bible as our standard and so we go to the bible and go no you're made a boy you are a boy and god says this is what a boy does and what a boy is like in the same god expects from a girl and so in this series this is what we want to do is to look to the bible for what a boy what a godly boy and what a godly girl supposed to act like. Because if you look at a lot of your books and a lot of your favorite kid shows, a lot of those stories are not written by Christians. And so what they're going to try and teach you is that the most important thing you can do is listen to your heart and be true to yourself. 
Like Pocahontas, how the talking tree. <laughs> yeah, there's the- a, mm-hmm. there are a lot of Disney movies, and some of those movies are really fun, but you have to practice the spot the lie game. Yeah. You have to always, when you're watching a movie or reading a book or listening to a story, always ask yourself, does this um, follow what the Bible says, or is this the opposite of what the Bible says? Like on Barbie, it says follow your dreams, but that's not a good thing. What should you follow? You should follow God. Right. In his word, right? Yeah. Okay. So, Nora, mm-hmm. when you're watching a movie and the movie tells you that you should do whatever your heart tells you, what should you do? I shouldn't listen to it. You should not listen to it. What does the Bible say about your heart? It's wicked and deceptive. Right. It lies to you, doesn't it? Mm-hmm. Just because we feel a certain way doesn't mean that we need to listen to our feelings. Lila, what does Daddy always tell you? You should lead your heart and not follow it. So next week, we're going to talk about what it means to be a godly, complementarian man or boy. And we're going to talk about how that begins even when a boy is really little, as that boy matures up into a godly man. Yeah. Because All even, of life. Even little boys can start practicing godly manliness now. Yep. We hope you're excited about this new series. And parents, this week, start practicing spot the lie with your kids so that you can train them to... To see the lies that culture is trying to train them up in. Exactly. All right. Well, I think that's it. We thank you for listening. We hope you tune in again next week for another episode of Fathers of the Faith for Covenant Kids. Thank you.